Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, and a very good morning, everyone. Heels, are we celebrating the finest sporting team Australia has ever produced? Ah, oh, probably. They're right up there, aren't they? The mm. girls. Well done, the Southern Stars. Mm-hmm. You ripper. They, they just keep their succession going so smoothly, don't they? And they get things done. They get under pressure, but they get it done all the time. Yeah, well, if you're just waking up and didn't catch the late night final against South Africa last night in the T20 World Cup, the Australians have won it for a sixth time, three straight. Meg Lanning, the first skipper to win five ICC trophies. Uh, she's a marvel. Beth Mooney, player of the match, 74 or 53, nine fours and a six. Ash Gardner, player of the tournament. Australia, six for 156. Look, to be fair, look, there was only one score in the entire tournament over 200. Uh, they And you kept saying they, were, they tended to be low scores. Pitches weren't all that easy to bat on. So six for 156 was probably just a little bit above par for what we've seen for this tournament. Mm. South Africa couldn't reach it. Six for 137, Australian winner by uh, 19 runs. Yeah. So it turned out probably better than they even expected because they had had trouble defending moderate totals. Like They, they probably wouldn't have thought that's a great total, but it should be good enough. But let's see how we go. Remember Ireland... Uh, chased down 170 against us in the pre mm-hmm. pre tournament match. Uh, then there was another little rattle um, at some stage, but gee, they slammed the door shut. They just really, really got that work done, and they had 20 too many. So that was good. I love the, the South African captain in her speech, Sunay Elise. Uh, she said, "You guys." A very annoying. <laughs> but you've been inspiring the world of cricket for so long now. <laughs> Congratulations. It was, it was excellent. So, I mean, this dynasty is enhanced. And you look at Shaw, now we've won six T20 World Cups, three straight, as I mentioned. But throw in the Com Games, throw in Ashes, throw in the 50 Overs World Cup. Yeah. They are they are phenomenal. They're simply phenomenal. Are they the best sporting team Australia has ever produced? We'd love to hear from you. Brighton Homes open line early on this Monday morning, 13, 13, 55. The text line is 0467 736 736. Yes, it's uh, 606 and we've got new world champions and they just keep going. And, and Hills, I mean, the dynasty's been enhanced, but it doesn't seem like falling down anywhere because we just keep this production line of yeah. stars just keeps rolling them out, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. I like the, the work and the leadership work that Ash Gardner's doing. So there's there's a little plan coming in the future, I'm sure. Uh, Beth Mooney for the gloves, even with Elisa when she finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, the very key positions are getting well looked after. I think our young bowlers, Darcy Brown, has learned a lot this time. Anna, Annabelle Sutherland still on the bench. Uh, Georgia Wareham came in, and Alana King not playing. So there's so mm. much depth. Let's in that listen. Australian team. Let's listen to the skipper Meg Lanning on another famous victory for Australia. Oh, it's, a, it's a pretty special effort from the group. Uh, you know, all the teams came really hard at us. We, we knew that was going to happen. But to be able to perform so well throughout the tournament, super proud. 
Beth Mooney, as I said, player of the match. 74 not out of 53. Nine fours and a six. This was her post-match. Yeah, very special, I think. Um, we haven't had it all our way this tournament, but uh, it's been incredible being in, here in South Africa and, and playing at an outstanding ground like, like this one. Um, very special. And the celebrations? Oh, who knows? I think um, see what Cape Town's got to offer for us later on. But uh, I think just sitting around enjoying the moment with each other. It's a, a very special group. Our support staff are incredible. The whole squad has been amazing. And um, we're, they're a great bunch of girls. So I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate our last couple of nights here. I wonder if they'll be like Cameron Smith. <laughs> we were both uh, privileged mm-hmm. enough to be at dinner with him uh, with the Bulls Masters in Bundy on Friday night. And I sat down and interviewed with him and... Uh, I'd seen Kurt Capel at the Broncos and he said, ask him how long he sits around after an Origin match without having a share on his playing kit. And he admitted... A couple of days. Uh, yeah, on at, le- on at least <laughs> one occasion, he still arrived for breakfast at the hotel with his his studs on and his full playing kit. So I wonder if the Aussies will do that in Cape Town tonight and just Ooh. stay in the dressing room or go out on the ground when everything is deserted yep. and just celebrate the moment and... Uh, Never bother to hit the showers. Just keep celebrating. Yeah, remember Elisa did a glovey uh, in <laughs> one one of these victories, one of these T20s. That's where she she introduced the glovey. And so she'll probably be doing a few of those again. But this time she'll tape up the vent holes between the fingers. You know, in the webbings of your fingers, there's a hole in wig keeping glove for air, aeration. She'll probably tape them up this time and really get it all in. So, yeah, no, she's... I haven't, I haven't temp, been tempted to ring uh, Elisa. I'll just let her have that and uh, not, yeah, I think not get about herself in trouble. 10 Talk, o'clock at night over there. Yeah, yeah, it'll be that type of time. But um, you, uh, the succession I talked about, those positions on the field, they've got a brand new support staff, as Beth talked about, the support staff there. Shelley Nitschke now take, took over from Matthew Mott. Uh, Dan Marsh, Scotty Presswich went yeah. to the team as, as a bowling coach. So... That that's an incredible succession as well, and they seem to have got that done quite quite well. Oppositions think they're confident against Australia now, but they still don't beat them. So it's a it's a great sign. Hey, it was a good night for cricket. Actually, I enjoyed the Marsh Cup last night. I, I know there wasn't much on the end of it uh, because neither Queensland or New South Wales can win it. Right, but it was it was might a as well beat them. Yeah, might but... as well beat New South Wales when you can. Bulls two for uh, two seventy two. Jack Clayton fifty six. Sam Trulove forty nine. Liam Hatcher outstanding six for fifty eight. Uh, always had New South Wales measure right the way through the innings. Enrico's fifty nine. Jack mm. Edwards fifty. They were starting to worry us, weren't they? Yes, but Ben Dwarshus forty four of twenty, including four sixes and one over. And suddenly the whole mood of the game shifted. Mm. Uh, it was loud out there. It wasn't much of a crowd. I, but there was I, a stack of West Boys. I, I thought they must have been West Boys when I heard the, when I heard the, um, the, you know, the amount of noise that was there. There's four West debutants, I think. Yeah, yeah. In the and well, four debutants, full stop, and to yeah. beat New South Wales with that team is an excellent thing. And McGiffin, Steve, Steve McGiffin, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steve McGiffin, he breaks down with. Three, three balls to go, he's four done balls a, to go. Done a groin with four balls to go Last in the over. final over. I think they only needed eight in the final over, which was very attainable. They got four. Uh, anyway, look. It, yeah, it, Brownie it, gets the ball. Every, every other bowler had bowled ten. Yeah. So oh, Josh Brown has to come in and bowl. Did you see he was dripping? How much sweat was dripping off his arms <laughs> into the into the ball? He, and that must have been so harrowing. So he had to keep it. 
four balls for six runs, didn't mm. he? And he did it. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, Not quite very, fast, Brandy. Hmm. We've got an uh, we've got an Optus moment a little later on as well. We'll talk about the WNCL. Yeah, that's final, a lot better than that. Just, <laughs> Have you amazing. seen that footage? Uh, no, but oh, I've heard about it. South Australia batting. They need four to win. And the final over. They've got five wickets in hand yeah. and they lose. All right. Well, look, let's play it now. Thanks to Optus. It's the Optus yes moment. She faces Sarah Coit down the wicket and she is bowled. Big moment. She bowls short to Wellington. They run with the shot. They'll take a single. It gets it's Kavanagh at a third. It gets Barsby on strike. Three to win, two to tie, four balls left. Coit's in. Barsby is... Stopped! She's out! She's out! She's been stumped by Emma Maddox Jeeves. Can you believe this? And she hits it hard. It's off the road. It's out again! Can you believe this? Can you believe it? That is ricocheted off the outstretched hand of Sarah Coit. Well, now she's hit again on the pads. And she's out! Oh, she's out! This is extraordinary. And she hits it hard. It's up to mid-off. It's a single and it won't be enough. The Tigers have won it! <laughs> the Optus Yes moment. Great business starts with yes. Search Optus Business or call our dedicated business team today. Great business starts with yes. So, Heels, Tasmania Saturday night, most remarkable comeback victories we've just heard to claim their second consecutive mm. WNCL title. They took five wickets in the final over. Yeah. It was just the most South Australian of the team left shell-shocked. The fifth wicket was the old run out. I'll, let, I'll try to go back for two to to finish, you know, the game. But uh, that was that one. There was a touch on the non-striker's end. Mm. There was uh, an LBW. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. Now, South Australia knocked us out last week. Yeah. So they knocked Queensland out. They get into the final and blew it. Now, I hate, as you know, I refuse to use the word choke because I have no right to use that in a sporting sense. But I tell you, that's close to it, isn't it? When, oh, well. you, when you need four of the last over and you lose five wickets. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, it's tough, tough gig. Mm. You, you, it's not easy to walk out fresh as you've been sitting in the a gloomy dressing room uh, through the night. There was a Duckworth Lewis type delay in in the game, and you've got to hit you know some runs first up. So there, a stumping. There was another one. <laughs> Gemma Barsby got stumped. Uh, yeah, two run outs, a stumping, an LBW, and something else. Catch. Yes, Oscar's already on the phone early, probably the eight in a row by the Maroons. Yes, but uh, not a national comp. I mean, uh, not international comp, I should say. I know the eight, Mar- eight, eight state of origins in a row by the Maroons is just a phenomenal effort, but, boy, this women's cricket team, they just sweep all before them, don't they? Oh, it's going to be hard to deny any anything like that. Uh, so so I, I cast my mind back to the hockey ruse. Uh, yeah, they were the first ones oh, I thought of. Through too. the 80s. Yeah. They were incredible world champions, uh, gold medals at Olympics, Commonwealth yeah. Games, everything. Yeah. Uh, and so that they'd be right there. And But not even for a female team. Mm. They happen to be a female team because it's natural to cast your mind back that like that way. But, yeah, six, six T20 uh, World Cups. Yeah. Hey, the, the other big night for Australia, Ange Postacoglu. He's led Celtic to the Scottish League. They got up, didn't they? Yeah, 2-1 over Rangers. The Japanese uh, international, Thorahashi, scored two goals for Celtic. So that's the first leg of hopefully what will be a domestic treble for Ange. Uh, he's, they're nine-point leaders in the premiership. 
and they're also into the quarterfinals, the last eight of the Scottish Cup. So this was the League Cup they sealed in the early hours of this morning yeah. over their arch rivals, Rangers 2-1. So Anz is ecstatic this morning. So too... Um, he reckons he's found his dream job. I don't think he's going to be leaving. Well, I don't know. They say the the, the EPL is going to be knocking yeah. if they haven't already started knocking. But anyway, he's very convincing. And when he says, this this is my dream job, how lucky am I? And mm. how good's football been for me? So, yeah, he sounds very content. What about uh, the super coach? He's, he's flogged been... another one. <laughs> he's flogged Flegler. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, he's, got, uh, he's got Herbie, which they announced late last week. And, of course, uh, now they've taken Tom Flegler. Uh, so if you're just waking up, they confirmed the news that Tom Flegler will next season, of course, uh, 2024. He's contracted for 2023 to the Bronx. Uh, Roosters were in the mix for the 22-year-old prop. Uh, News Corp uh, reporting that he's taken an 800k a season four-year deal with the Dolphins. So yeah. two very, very important signings. An influential back, and Herbie's expressed a desire to play fullback. So that fills up, you know, a big part of their spine. He's a hell of a player. And Flegler's just, as we know, props are like wine. They just get better with age mm. or, or a good wine. Uh, and we think he will. And he's only 22. So there's a, there's a lot of upside to both those big signings yeah. by the Dolphins. And if we were treating Redcliffe, not Redcliffe, if we we're treating the Dolphins like our little brother, mm. we better stop it. Yeah. Because they are an unwanted uncle. They're on the block. And we've got to be hard as nails against them, the Broncos. Mm. Now, Lisa uh, been on the line. Hills, uh, any of the girls take the bales as a souvenir? Do you remember Lisa's incident? No, I don't. No, me neither. What, the zingers? They'll be zingers, wouldn't they? Take the bales. <laughs> Should do. Hey, uh, Lisa could quite possibly be electrocuted by now. The zinger's <laughs> gone off in her hand or something. <laughs> uh, League legend Matty Rogers is going to join us. There's lots to talk about in footy, not just these poachings by the Dolphins over the uh, the Bronx to uh, increase that southeast civil war, as they say in the classics. But we've got Tommy Hackett back. What a weekend for Queensland racing. Ryan Maloney and our favourite, Benny Thompson. Yeah. Well, he cried. Yeah. He cried and he's, yeah. oh, he's so proud to be next to Bruce, wasn't he, yeah. on Channel 7. Uh, so that was great. And then he went and won his country yeah. championship greyhound race with his dad <laughs> down there. So uh, he, he's had a big day. Then he came back and set first race of his, they race both, two at Sunny Coast, he wins. Yeah, he and Ryan Maloney, both, both road winners yesterday at Sunny Coast. So coming back to earth a little. Yeah. And I saw a little tweet from Steph Thornton, Steph Thompson, our, you know, we love Steph. Uh, very, very proud of her husband. Another pretty fair keeper, Alyssa Healy, is celebrating, well, tonight in South Africa, uh, early hours of this morning uh, here. They sealed their sixth T20 World Cup. Uh, it's a three-peat. Uh, Meg Lanning, a skipper, the first to win five ICC trophies. A phenomenal performance. The dynasty enhanced. Are they, we're asking, are they our greatest ever sporting team? I'm certain you've got uh, plenty of uh, candidates, but, boy, their record speaks volumes. We'd love you to join us. Brighton mm-hmm. Homes Open Line, 13 13 55, or that text line, 0467 736 736. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Search SENQLD or on TikTok, Pat Heels, SEN. And if you miss anything on the show, you can download the SEN app and catch up on the best of Pat and Heels and all the other, you know, Shows around the country. We haven't even uh, we haven't even spoken about our weekend, Hills, and we're twenty five mm. minutes in. Oh, we no, it's both been busy, in Bundy, my yeah. hometown, for the Bulls Masters. Uh, we had a wonderful dinner on uh, 
Friday night. Boy, they raised plenty. But you were up there before me because you did the show out of there Friday morning. You did a big golf day. Yes. On the th- on the Thursday. Which I won. Yeah, that one, did you? Mm-hmm. What was the prize? Bottle of rum. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shock in Bundy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> ah, that's Solero, what... big Solero rum, and, you know, the up, the really top-level Bundy. Okay. Oof. I haven't mentioned. What happened? And your brother mm-hmm. will be dropping a little delivery to you for me to pick up from you, oh. my personalised Bundaberg ginger beer. Right. Presented what to did me you leave it there? By the, no, no, no. Um, Kenny dropped me to the airport yesterday morning. Yes. And I said, it's a bit difficult carrying this six-pack of Bundaberg ginger beer onto and off the plane. He oh, said, you big wuss. <laughs> he said, <laughs> bloody six-pack, mate. And it but was I, in a calico bag. Yeah, but I, know, I, didn't, I didn't know whether I could get it through. Oh, you know, the, of course you would. The, I don't know. You're not allowed so much liquid, are you? Oh, gee, that's an old, that's an old one. Yeah, well, I just That's an international flight, 150 mils of... Moisturizer. Oh, was <laughs> well, I didn't know, but it, he uh, he offered to bring it back for me. Well, well I asked well, him I'm to bring sure it back. He'll... He said, "I'll give it to Ian." At I'm not some sure stage. you'll see that. Um, anyway. And it's got my face on the label. Yes, got... <laughs> scaring the children of Bundy. <laughs> yeah, no. Skull that down. Yeah, no, so I was wrapped with that. The mayor yeah, no, presented that me great. that. Uh, we had Cameron Smith there as a guest. A big crowd. Uh, a big crowd with plenty to spend. Money going to Bundaberg Cricket. Uh, you guys, you got to be, I know you're chairman, uh, but you and Marbo and Kenny Healy and the whole Masters team, geez, they do a good job. How but willing. They do a really, really good how job. How willing are our players. Yeah. They are incredible. So we had a good team up there. And Boise had to get four wickets to just beat the Bundy uh, rep team. Mm. So that was good. So we won the game as well on Sunday night mm. where Jimmy Marr was injured. He was out, did his calf, so yep. he's gone. You said Fatty Fitness did his calf early in the match. Very early in the match oh. batting, yes. So Pete Forrest had to take the gloves. Mm. Don't know. He's got massive hands, Foz, really strong hands. Yeah. And so he'd probably cope with wicket-keeping even if he wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well well done to the boys. But how willing that they, they did. Um, lots of our players on Friday did three schools. Yeah. They'd go and do a school, year four, year five, year six, Go and go to another school, year four, four, five, and six, and then a third school. So they had a long, long day coaching before they went to that dinner and just willing as a very, very impressive. Speaking of great charity organisations, Family of League used to be the Men of League. Better give them a quick plug. I'm actually speaking at their lunch on Friday at Broncos. So they've uh, they've gone to the Broncos to mm-hmm. do their lunches now and uh, yeah, get in and have a, a book. I'm having a chat. Uh, with uh, with the guys down there and just telling a few lies from my forty seven years in television. Oh, you're the talker. Of... You're the speaker. Yeah, I'm the I'm the oh, speaker. You're the guest. Yeah. Oh, who's emceeing? You're going to interview yourself, mate. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not emceeing. I'm just chatting, yeah. uh, talking about. There's a lot of footy stories as well. I managed to make a few kangaroo tours as well. See. Hell of a lot better for you cricketers touring in the summer over there. Is it? Yeah, you know, it's a little bit miserable up in the north of England in Leeds when you it doesn't have... get daylight until about nine o'clock in the morning. You didn't have it's... Velcro laces then either, did we? <laughs> no. You had to do your shoelaces up. <laughs> oh, how cold's that? <laughs> so, um, oh, I was going to say something, but... Uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to congratulate uh, you and your team, but you know, I know Jimmy's one of the driving forces and your brother Kenny... They do a wonderful job. It's it's a it's a whole of cricket experience, you know. The, everyone out for the golf day, then everyone there for the dinner. Four hundred plus we had there on Friday night for the dinner with Cameron Smith as their guest speaker, and then of course the game on Saturday night it was a nice crowd there, and the, the Bulls Masters just getting the money over the Bundy rep side.
Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, Flipper, uh, Mark Phillip, Mike, Fig- what's uh, Flipper? What's his first name? Michael. Michael. Michael Phillipson. Yeah. He, and he smashed today. Yeah, he 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 got eighty odd off fifty. Yeah. 55, yeah. So that was the game changer. It's coming up very quickly to 6.30. That means it's news time with Vanessa. We've got so much more on the show this morning. Uh, as I said, we've got Matty Rogers joining us. There's a lot happening in league, even though we're, we're a what week out, as we know. With these, well, the CBA as well, it's a little bit tricky. More issues raising their head. They're hoping to have it done by Wednesday, but we'll talk about that with Matty Rogers as the morning goes on. It's 6.30 here, Breakfast with Patton Heels. Oh, what a weekend for Queensland Racing. Queensland is your place to race this year. The action continues this week. Chris Nelson will be able to tell us all where it is all over the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Good morning, mate. You're refreshed after a little break, and what a weekend it was. Benny Thompson, Ryan Maloney, Uncommon James. Go, you good thing. How good was it, guys? How good was it? Uh, Two Queensland jockeys getting their group ones. I mean, Ryan had one already, of course, but uh, Benny Thompson getting his on on Uncommon James for uh, for Hoisted and O'Day. And look, we're doing it in Melbourne, near where he uh, where he used to hang out, basically at Sandown. Mm. I think he's a Cran- I think he's a Cranbourne boy. So I mean, uh, there you go. I mean, Sandown's only down the road, and to do it down there, I think was just uh, icing on the cake. That's for sure. Yeah, he promised to shed a few tears, and he did. Uh, and it he was did. Great. Yeah. Thirty second go at a Group One, and he, he finally gets a win. We we spoke to him last week. He he had a second and a fourth. He'd been close, but uh, they're not easy things to win. And to have it on his CV, mate, is a huge tick, isn't it? Uh, it certainly is. I mean, we don't have uh, all that many of them, and, and they tend to be dominated by the big stables who have the riders sort of linked to those big stables. So it certainly isn't easy. But uh, and look, full credit to the O'Day Hoisted Stable. They've yeah. just placed their horses so well. They were doing it last spring. Uh, they've continued on doing the same thing. And, you know, they obviously had a plan that some of their horses could measure up in Melbourne, and they certainly have. I mean, we had Scolopini win at Flemington recently and last preparation. And now we've got Uncommon James, who was so good at Caulfield in the spring last year, just needed that first up run. And there he was on, uh, on Saturday, holding off the challenges late. Worked out well for Ben, too, to be on the horse, didn't it? A couple of jockeys had to yeah. not yeah. make it. And it's four from four for Uncommon James. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was a sort of a lucky last minute call up, you know. Oh. Uh, I think is it Damien Lane that generally rides. Um, you wouldn't know probably Paddy rides um, uh, uncommon James and couldn't ride for some reason. And uh, they asked Benny, "You want to go down and ride?" And yep, no yeah. problems at all. It worked out beautifully. I mean, yeah. he knows the horse so well. So what had happened? Ethan Brown was originally booked to replace Ethan Damien Brown, Lane, sorry. but uh, yeah. he couldn't make it because the weights were lifted because Rock and Horse. Uh, compress the weight scale. It's it's a bit tricky. Yeah. But anyway, he couldn't make fifty three five. So Benny, yeah, Benny gets the uh, Benny got the <laughs> ride. And he took advantage of it, and uh, good on yeah, good on him. Good on Steve O'Day and Matt yeah. Hoisted. They're they're a going stable. And, and mate, for Ryan Maloney, agony and ecstasy because there was the yep. agony of skirt the law was disappointing in the sweet yeah. embrace. And and I think Tony Gollan is going to put uh, her out to paddock now, but then bounce back straight after with a brilliant finish in the surround. How good was that? I mean, uh, I was watching that uh, horse, uh, Sunshine in Paris, because I've liked her all the way through. So she just needed that gap, and it was a typical patient Ryan Maloney ride, and he got through late. I think there was four of them that basically hit the line altogether, but you could just see she might have had her nose down, and when the uh, the print came up, that was the case. But but great for him too, because he's been riding so well, and I read yesterday that uh, he'll be riding in Sydney for the next three Saturdays as well, which is which is no surprise. Not good for us up here, 
but great for Ryan and great for Sydney. Mm. Alligator blood? It was pretty yeah. good. They reckon it's oh, hard as nails. about him. Yeah. Oh, how good was he? I mean, he goes to the front. Typical Waterhouse bot horse now. Goes straight to the front. Didn't really stack them up. He runs them along and look, they all had their chance to run him down and they couldn't get anywhere like well, that close to him. I'm Thunderstruck loomed, but I don't know, Paddy. He might be coming a bit of an enigma, I'm Thunderstruck. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I just can't see. He's always uh, going to win, but he doesn't seem to get there. And mm. uh, Alligator Blood is just one of those terrific horses that does the work on the speed and then he's pulling out plenty on the line. And he's going to take uh, good fitness levels off or fitness benefits off that run. So, yeah, big day. He's a Queenslander again, definitely. When he wins, he's a Queenslander. Of course he is. Sure. Yeah, we've claimed him. Um, <laughs> he goes for the uh, $5 million all-star mile, which Adrian all-star has said. Mile. Yeah, yeah, that was always his major aim. Hey, uh, wow. I meant other... to have a vote last night. Voting closed last night. I meant to get one in, but I didn't. Did you get in? No. No, he automatically uh, qualifies. Yeah, he does, now. but you can vote on others, can't yeah. you? Hey, I don't know yep. whether you, Saturday there, there was a little bit of excitement amongst the uh, the Bulls Masters team in Bundy. Hills uh, was on a flight getting out of there to come down here for board meetings, so he missed. But uh, a little bit of excitement about this one from the Hulbert stable. Felix the Scat, we were all on it. Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I wasn't. Thanks, Paddy. Thanks for the tip. I didn't, I'll check my phone. No, I, I was I'm happy to take I it on. Text you. Oh, no, yeah. I was happy to take it on with Adelaide, who went like a, a busted, but uh, Felix the Scat looked pretty good. Won by over four lengths and career to I mean, there wasn't a lot of depth to that field, but I remember saying that about Skirt the Law recently when she was winning races. Uh, she didn't beat a lot, so you can't put that in the equation. And Felix the Scat. Uh, they stuck the blinkers on him. He was a completely different horse to what we saw in his first campaign. So he might be a nice type in the making, Paddy. Mm. Yeah, well, certainly certainly was a nice type for us on Saturday. We, we got the money early, <laughs> first race of the day, and uh, we skipped That's into the afternoon good. of punting. Yes, very nice. <laughs> Always we all good together. to be playing with their money. We're exactly. all together at that stage, race uh, one. Well, to be truthful, Marbo, uh, Marbo and I had made a trip to the Brisbane uh, from the Bundaberg Airport to pick up a set of room keys that had been left there by a certain chairman who... Yes. <laughs> uh, the, so, name, yeah. the name just escapes me Sounds at the moment, Sounds like you had a good time in the car then. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, made it back to the, we'd made it back to the Bundy. Hey, just very quickly, mate, where are we this week? Well, we start off today, guys, at Fangool. We have a meeting there. We go to Townsville tomorrow, Doombin on Wednesday, Ipswich on Thursday, the doubleheader on Friday, Cairns during the day, Sunshine Coast at night. Saturday, we've got uh, heats of the two-year-old jewel preludes, two-year-old uh, jewel races on Saturday, and a three-year-old prelude at Eagle Farms. That's a big day. Dolby Newmarket, Aquas Gold Coast Poly, and back to the sunny coast on Sunday. All right, brilliant. Great to have you back, mate. Chris Nelson, just check that phone. I'm certain I texted you Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> I just did. There's nothing there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yes. See you, guys. See you See later. Chris. Bye. Oh, it's a big day for Matty Rogers. Hills, our Jewel International, a great friend of the show because he is joining SEN tonight on Sports Day. Yes. With Sats and the Rat at school. I that's another one. I don't think that's all that flattering to tell no, you the no, truth. No, no, he seems to no. like it, though. Hey. Eh? He seems to like it. He's going with it. Yeah, so from 5pm on SEN this afternoon, you can hear Matty Rogers join Sats. But we've got him exclusively on the show this morning after. Matty, good morning to you. Good morning, boys. Yes, it's uh, big shoes to fill. I've got to say, Badge uh, is a 
pretty amazing broadcaster, and I'm uh, I'm feeling a little nervous to be honest. Ah, you'll be right. You'll do it on your ear. You should hey, be busy, uh, mate. You've you've been look. You I bet you've been looking into the rugby union, the Super Rugby, and how it started, and you got the rugby league yeah. starting this weekend. You you're our expert. You're our go-to man. Oh, I know. I know. I mean. Yeah, look, there's a, there's a lot of excitement around the rugby at the moment mm. with Eddie Jones coming on board. So it's certainly going to be, it's, it's created a lot of interest here. Like I've got to say, you know, the sad thing about rugby over the last probably, you know, couple of years is, you know, the interest has just been waning. And, and you know, probably, I've said before, you know, probably one of the most dangerous spots you can be in as a professional outfit is, is not that people don't like you, it's that people don't care. And um, I think what having Eddie Jones come back has created that interest and people start to think, wow, maybe we could turn things around or maybe he could turn things around. You know, World Cup coming up. Um, look, he's, he's a guy that's got results in some um, in, in the past and you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited to see what comes of the Wallabies moving forward with Eddie Jones at the helm. Yeah, agreed. And I think, yeah, you're right. That just, uh, I think it pervades the, the whole national sense right at the moment. What can Eddie bring? Uh, the Reds need to bring a little bit more. We'll talk about Legan in just a moment. But they were belted by the Canes 47-13 up in Townsville over the weekend. Tom Liner, son of Michael, was was, was quite good. Impressive debut. But, oh, yeah, six tries to one. Uh, We've we, we, we just got something mentally wrong about these New Zealand teams. They just keep belting us, Matty, don't they? Yeah, I do, and it, you know, it just doesn't stand in good stead as a national team when you come together and you know you've, you've been pumped by New Zealanders the whole season, and then you've got to line up against them in the brothers' row. I mean, you know, I hate saying back in our day, but um, you know, you look at you, look, you know a great great example or a great thing to compare is Origin last year. You know, the three Queensland teams or the or two of the three, or, or you know, the Queensland teams or the Queensland players are playing good teams. They're playing good football. They go into Origin. They have a great series. They win the series. It's a very different mindset you go in when you're playing good footy. You're in a good team, and you go into a national side or a state side, and you and your game sort of goes to another level. Um, you know, it's tough when you're on the back of a few hidings mm. when you go into a national side and everyone sort of heads it down a little bit. So, yeah, look, the state sides have got to turn it around in the Super Rugby, and and they've got to sort of find a way to start to match up against these Kiwi sides. It's just. You know, we know what New Zealand's like in rugby, Paddy. They're just it's a religion over there, and you know yeah. they've got that much depth. And you know, one player steps out, another player steps up, and um, you know we just don't have that luxury. We've got a a really solid top tier, but that top tier's got to perform and they've got to stay healthy. Otherwise, you know, we just see you know the, the likes of results we've had on the weekend, and it's um, you know it's not a good look for Australian rugby at all. No, agreed. Okay. Are we heading for a southeast civil war in the league, mate? We know the big news. Herbie Farnworth going, <laughs> Tommy Flegler going, and they're both heading to the peninsula. Yeah, you know what, uh, Paddy? I, I got to tell you, it's it's um, the, the drama happening off the field is is as exciting as what I think the drama we're going to see <laughs> on the field. Um, mate, look, um, you know, Benny knows his stuff. He's looking for players that are going to be there for the long haul. He's, He's picked the eyes out of Brisbane, two of the best young players in Brisbane that have got so much good footy left in them. Um, yeah, look, I'd be frustrated if I was a Brisbane fan. Uh, I'd be excited if I was a, a Red Cliff fan. But um, look, from a, a guy on the outside looking in that has no real allegiance to either, um, it's just making for good viewing, really. Oh, it is. I agree. And Redcliffe have got the ability to say, hey, hey, we're, we're not just here for, you know, to fill up numbers. We've got a pathway of players... We've got juniors that we yep. develop 
even better than you, and we want some of yours as well. Yeah, absolutely, Hills. And, uh, man, I'm excited uh, to see how... I mean, oh, look, I don't read too much into the trials. I know Red Cliff were pretty average, and, you know, they've got a lot to work on. But, you know, I was a part of a foundation club with the Titans, and, you know, there's a lot of criticism when I was signed by the Titans about, you know, me being too old and, you know, my best days are behind me. But I think there's a lot to be said about these senior players being able to steer the ship, being able to sort of, you know, rally these young guys that they've got in the, in the side and, you know, get them moving in the right direction. I, you know, I think that, you know, Red Cliff might surprise a few people this year. If there's one thing that we know, the guy running the show in there knows what he's doing. So, you know, yeah. he certainly gets the best out of people. And, um, yeah, look, I think, I think they might surprise a few. I think, look, there's no question that they haven't signed that marquee player that they would have loved to have get. They would have loved to have had a Munster. They would have loved to have, you know, had someone of that ilk come into that side. But at the end of the day, you know, this isn't, this doesn't happen, have to happen overnight. No. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to happen, you know, this year. Um, there's time. They've got time on their side. Look, you want to see results early, um, you know, just to excite the fan base. But I don't think the fan base are going to be, you know, screaming out for a premiership in year one. I think they're going to want to see a solid side that goes out and competes. And I think as a fan, you just want your side to go out there and compete. Yeah, yeah. You want them to, you know, you know, hey, give us 80 minutes of hard work. And, you know, I think that's what the fans are looking for from Leeds this year. And I think with the players they've got, you know, the, the Bromwich brothers, you know, I mean, those sort of guys that have come in that have been at a side that they know how to compete in Melbourne and they've lived in that system for years, they're going to bring something pretty special to the Red Cliff Dolphins. And I think you'll see a side that's going to give you 80 minutes of, of solid footy week in, week out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Bromwich boys, Felice, and throw Gilbert into that pack. I mean, they're a pack that is not going to bend uh, at all this year. I mean, it's. Uh, I think the back, uh, the back line is... Uh, yeah, that, that's where the question mark exists, mate. Yeah, yeah, where, where their points are going to come from. But, I, I, look, I've got a huge rap on Tommy Hill, but I, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a real loss for, for North Queensland. I know they're stacked with back rowers and, um, you know, with the likes of Menai and, and uh, Lukey and, you know, the players that they've got. Cotter. But I, I look at, yeah, I, I look at, um, you know, Tom Gilbert. I thought, gee, he's a, he's a good get for Red Cross. He's someone you can build a pack around. You know, for, for the long term, you, you add in Tommy Flegler next year, um, you know, yeah, with, with the experience that you've already got there, I think, um, yeah, look, they're, they're, the challenge is going to be where are the points going to come from. Um, they probably haven't got the out-and-out, you know, superstars in the back line. Uh, I think um, a Sullivan's, you know, he's a, he's a solid number seven. I think, I, I think, you know, Anthony Milford, when he was at the Broncos, I think his best football was when he had Ben Hunt playing in the halves. Ben Hunt was organising anything and everything, and, and, Mil- and Milf could just run. Yeah. He could just run the ball, and he could just play his natural game. Uh, I think if, if O'Sullivan can you know, really put you know, a great organisational structure around him and just allow him to play his natural game, which is a running game, and all the best 5'8 have been runners. You look at the Laurie Dalys, the Brad Pittlers, yeah, they're all ball runners. Um, if you can do that, I, I think you know, they can sort of start to get it together. You know, like I said, it's not their strength. They're back, but um, I think uh, you know you start to put guys like the hammer into space. Uh, he's a good side in full flight. Yes. What? Um, hey, uh, how's your book going, mate? How's that been? Have yeah, you been on a well, bit of a mate. circuit? So, I have, mate. I have, I've done the <laughs> done the rounds. Um, it, uh, it's not without its challenges, heels. I mean, it, you know, my, 
my book has been um, been amazing. It was it was a great experience to write. But um, yeah, there's a lot of challenging times that I've written about in the book. So um, I had to sort of tone it back a little bit because you know, I mean, when I was out on the on the tour, not only did people read my story, but they they were sort of telling me about their stories, and it started to weigh me down a little bit. To be honest, so yeah, I, uh-huh. I just sort of needed to take a take a little bit of a break. But um, no, nah, look, it's been amazing. Um, it certainly opened up sort of uh, a whole new... Well, I guess what it did for me was it, it, it was sort of like a big therapy session writing the book, and um, it sort of freed me up to, you know, comfortably be able to talk about things in my life that I was sort of like, you know, holding back on a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that I did it, and, um, yeah, I'm wrapped with the way that it's been received and the messages that I've got from many of the people who have read it. Are you happening to be at the Jack Beasley Foundation lunch again this year? Uh, I'd say I probably will be, mate. Oh, well, it's so, Friday. Yeah. It, it, you've, actually, yeah, you've got to work. Yeah, I, do. Well, I might have to. <laughs> I, might, I, I might have to uh, call a game. I'm not sure. Yeah, right. I'm right, not sure right. where I'll be on Friday. I think that's yeah. probably the last time I saw you, mate, last year. but Last year's one. But um, yeah, yeah. how's the body? How's your body holding up? And Mate, know. I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm fit. Um, the vocal cords, have, uh, I've been working on those. My projection <laughs> for radio. <Yeah. laughs> mate, I haven't really, no. I haven't. But I, uh, I, I, do, I do wake up at uh, 4.30 every morning, mate. I go walking down the beach. I have a swim, so I've just got back from Burley Beach. I've just been in the water. It's absolutely beautiful. Now yeah. I'm home to... Uh, so sort the kids out and get them off. My my wife does breakfast radio, so um, so I'm I'm the I'm the Mr. Mum in the morning, so yeah. making sure that the kids are at school. Yeah, good uh, work. Brilliant. Hey, uh, let me quickly go through these local games, mate. We'll, we'll obviously be talking about things during the week, and you've got lots to talk about in the show. Um, Panthers Bronx Friday night. Oh, mate, look, I, I think the Panthers are going to come out and flex their muscles this, in this game. I think they want to, you know, they'll, they'll be very bitterly disappointed about that loss yep. that they had. And I think, uh, I look, I, I just think the Panthers are going to be too good. Cows uh, raided? I, 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 Sorry, mate. I, I was just going to say, I think the Bronx will, 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 will compete for 40 minutes, but I think, I think, um, I think the Panthers will just run them down in the end. Uh, Cows Raiders, Saturday afternoon at 430 yeah, I think um, look, I think the Cowboys are going to be too good there. I, I, I think the Cowboys are going to be a really they're, they're my smoky for the Premiership this year. Mm-hmm. I right. think um, yeah, I, I just think they've just got such a young side. I take great experience out of last year, and you know, you, you look at the loss, the, the players that they've got, the, the attacking, the attacking weapons, and um, yeah, I think they're going to be too good for Canberra. NRL. Well, let, let me do West Tigers, the last game of the round, and uh, the Titans. So that's Sunday at five fifteen. Well, mate, that's going to be a doozy. I, I, it's, I, I think you're tossing the coin on this one. I think the Tigers are going to be a much better outfit this year. Um, I think the Titans have got a little bit to uh, to uh, make up for over the last couple of years. But I think personally, buy of the season, Sam Verrill. Me too. And you saw the difference he made in the. Um, in the, in, the, in the nine jersey in that second trial, yep. um, but I, I think I think it'll be a tough match. But I think the Titans might squeak home in that one. And the lucky last for us, mate, uh, the history-making match Sunday afternoon, SunCorp just after three. Dolphins playing their first ever NRL match against the Roosters. Yeah, look, I, I don't think you need uh, there's a crystal ball to to, to, think, to see how this one's going to go. I think the Roosters might be a little bit too good, but I think. Um, I think the I think the, the Dolphins will, will put up a good show. I think they're going to fight. I'll, I'll stay in the match for a while, but I think the class of the Roosters might just get 
the better of the Dolphins. All right, mate. Always lovely to talk to you. Matty Rogers now on SEN, and you're going to hear him this afternoon on his debut on Sports Day with Sats. It's Sats and the Rat from 5 o'clock this afternoon. Good on you, Matty. Good on you, boys. See you later. Matt Rogers now.